This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy episode 413. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 413. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. I hope that your week is off to a great start. I mean, who doesn't love a Monday, right? I know, I know. Mondays can be hard, but this can help. The Shameless Mom Academy can help. So let's dive in to start with a Shameless Mom of the Week, and then we'll go into our content. I'm really excited about our content today because I think it's something we don't talk about enough. And so we will be talking about why it's okay to not be okay in just a sec. But before we do that, let's talk about Shameless Mom of the Week, Amanda L. from Woodstock, Georgia. So Shameless Mom of the Week comes from reviews left in Apple Podcasts or iTunes and letting me know how the show has impacted you. So if you leave a review, you let me know how the Shameless Mom Academy has impacted you, you might just be nominated Shameless Mom of the Week. So here we go. Amanda says, revealing, vulnerable, and absolutely necessary. New mama here, and I was lost in a sea of unsolicited advice, differing opinions, and endless book recommendations during my pregnancy. All I really needed was some real talk about motherhood, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful. 
That's what I found in Sarah Dean and the Shameless Mom Academy, a no-holds-bar approach to aspects of being a mom. More than anything, I appreciate Sarah's willingness to engage in important and difficult conversations surrounding our identities as women and moms. This podcast pulls the mask off the Instagram images that we see of perfect moms and addresses the honest challenges that come with pregnancy, delivery, and raising tiny humans. The Shameless Mom Academy was my comfort and reality check in the months leading up to the birth of my baby boy in 2019, and now it's my weekly dose of mom therapy. Even more, it's full of empowering messages. Sarah's openness and vulnerability about her own struggles and triumphs in motherhood lend credibility to the messages she gives her listeners. I truly believe when she says, you've got this mama. So thank you, Sarah. Thank you for creating a platform and community for these necessary conversations and for normalizing the tough aspects of being a mom that we don't broadcast on social media. It means more than you know, and I hope you continue to reach more and more moms in the years to come. You've got this, mama. Amanda. Oh, Amanda, thank you. That was amazing. And I so appreciate so much of what you touched on there. I absolutely appreciate that you are listening to the reality. This was what was really missing for me is that when I was in that really hard place for the first year of Vinny's life, when things were really, really hard. And then the first three years where I was like, who am I now? This is what I needed. I needed a place to figure this all out. And I didn't have a place to go. I didn't have a place to learn. Like, who do you become after becoming a mom? Because everything changes. And I talk about this all the time on interviews. I don't know how much I've talked about it on here. I don't think I've actually mentioned it as specifically. But when before I had Vinny, I felt like I could add a baby to our family and to my life. And it would just be like this extra little piece of the pie. And I could like the baby would take up 10% and all the other stuff would just take up like a tiny bit less of the pie. And after Vinny was born, what I learned, but it took me like a while to figure it out, was that your life, the whole pie becomes the baby, right? <laughs> like your life that you used to have divided up into like, here's my work time and my play time and my me time. That whole pie became baby. And then you're trying to find like little tiny slivers to be like, okay, here's where I'm going to work. And here's where I'm going to like take a shower. And here's where I'm going to sleep. And so the pie just totally, totally shifts and nobody warned me about that. And so that's what I really want to create here. And I hope that those of you who've been listening for a long time or those of you who are just starting to listen to the Shameless Mom Academy, I hope that you can get this sense of your identity shifts in a massive, massive way after you become a mom. And I want you to be conscientious of who you're becoming because we are all becoming someone every damn day. You are always in the process of becoming more yourself or a different version of yourself or hopefully you know an evolved version of yourself and so if you can have some conscientiousness around that then you can grow with intention and there's so much power in that sometimes we just stay stuck because we don't have this awareness we don't have self-awareness around this we don't have conscientiousness around that we are constantly growing and so when we can recognize that we have some choice, we have some power, then we can start to make decisions accordingly and we can grow in the directions that we really want to grow in or just start to listen and learn in the directions that might be making us curious right now. Because sometimes we don't even know how we want to grow. We just know that like where I'm at right now, not my favorite place. So I'm very, very excited to dive into today's content now and talk about why it's okay to not be okay. So this is something that came up for me a while ago. In the last couple weeks of January, I was doing a lot of Facebook Lives, getting on video all the time. And I will tell you that, this is gonna sound so narcissistic, I love being on video. No, I actually really love doing video. It's fast and easy for me. 
And for me, it's a fun way to create content, much more so than writing. Even though I enjoy writing, I don't have the same mental space for writing. And so, and I don't have the same like time freedom for writing. Before I had a child, I had a lot more time freedom for writing because writing is a slower practice for me. So anyways, was doing a lot of video at the end of January on Facebook Live, on Instagram stories, all over the place. And one of the things that happened during that was that I went through this like few day phase of just a whole bunch of hard things all happening at once. And I had kind of committed to myself, like I'm going to do video in these places on these days as part of what I wanted to do for the month of January. And then I was like, oh my gosh, how do you show up when you're just not feeling it or you're not, or like the, it feels like all of these things are kind of imploding on you at the same time, or things are shifting in ways that you don't feel you have control over. And how do you keep showing up? And so one of the things that came up for me was really giving myself permission to not be okay. And I actually had a friend reach out during that time. She reached out to me and she's like, hey, I have a sense you might be hiding from the world. What's going on? (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even recognize it. I was just like kind of nose down doing what I needed to do. While, you know, I had a lot of things that felt really heavy and really hard. And then I was just kind of keeping my nose to the grindstone in terms of what I needed to do. But she's like, I haven't seen you. Like, you're not, what's going on? You haven't been, usually we communicate on Marco Polo with video messages. And she's like, you have been missing and it's been noticed. So she kind of made me aware of like, oh, I'm in this really sticky spot right now. And so I had to start thinking through, okay, it's okay to not be okay. And I did a video on this. I did a Facebook Live on this, which I'll link in the show notes. And what I really wanted to impress upon people was that it's okay to be having a really bad day and just own that. Or it's okay to be having a bad day and just cancel the day. I was on a call with a mom recently, someone in my tenacious mama's business and leadership mastermind. And she was saying, she's like, I really need to like use a sick day. But she's like, I looked out on my calendar at work and she's like, I don't even have, there's not like a day in the next three weeks that I could do it because there's just so many things going on at work and so many people who need things from me during the next three weeks. And so she said, I know what's going to happen, though. If I don't take a sick day, I just know I'm so tired and overrun right now. I know that I'm going to end up getting sick. And so we had this really great conversation around like, when do you take the sick day? Do you take the sick day preventatively because you feel that you're so in need of that space? Or do you wait until your body shuts down on you and then you're in bed for like three days with some sort of virus or cold or flu or what have you? And so most of us do the latter, right? Most of us are like, I'm just going to push through. Mama can't afford a sick day. I don't have the time. I totally, totally get that. In fact, as I'm recording this, I have a sore throat. I'm a little scratchy. And I'm like, I got to push through because I have a keynote talk in two days. Like I can't deal with being sick. I need to be practicing that talk. I need to be recording content for next week for the podcast. Like I don't have the space to like have a cold right now. And so we've all been there. So I'm recognizing like, okay, can I go to bed earlier? Can I sleep in a little bit? Like, how can I maximize rest? What can I take off my plate? What can I unschedule? All of these things, right? To protect and preserve that energy. So what I want you to think about when you are feeling like you're not okay, where you're just feeling like either overwhelmed, overtired, overworked, maybe you're just feeling like super stuck, or maybe you're in a position where there's been a circumstance or a situation or an altercation with someone or in a group or at work where you are just consumed by it. And I know that I tend to have this. I tend to get consumed by things. It's my anxious energy for sure that if I feel like I've let someone down, if I feel like I've done something poorly or not shown up in a great way, 
I get this very overwhelming sense that like I just I can't let it go and I can't really focus on anything else until I've rectified that situation to whatever degree I need to to make sure the other person or the other party or situation is taken care of. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by Nutrafol. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? If you're among them, you are not alone. Thinning hair is normal, but it's not openly talked about, so it can feel lonely and frustrating and sometimes even embarrassing when you're going through it yourself. Join the over 1 million people who are doing something about their thinning hair with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Oh my gosh, I am a heavy shedder, so if you are a heavy shedder or if you are someone who's wanting to thicken your hair, I definitely want you to try out Nutrafol. I have loved using it myself and I know multiple other people who've used it and have found great results. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. To get started, you can take their hair quiz on Nutrafol.com, which will give you a personalized health plan based on your special root causes. Nutrafol is committed to helping you identify root causes of any shedding or hair loss so that you can really start to rebuild healthy hair in a way that is customized to you. So take the first steps to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code SHAMELESS. Find out why 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Go to Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SHAMELESS. Nutrafol.com, code SHAMELESS. And so for you, I want you to think about where you feel like you might not be okay right now, and then 
giving yourself permission to just not be okay. And I want to talk through four different questions that you can ask yourself when you're in this situation. So when you're in the situation of not being okay, maybe it's an acute situation. You just had a big fight with someone, or maybe it's this ongoing situation of like this chronic dis-ease, chronic, you know, lack of joy, chronic unhappiness in a marriage, in a relationship, a friendship, in a work situation, in your job as a career. So any of those situations would apply. Maybe it's in an altercation with your child. I mean, oh my gosh, that might resonate with a lot of you, right? I know that the older Vinny gets, the more I'm like, wait, did I do that right? Did I mess up? Do I need to apologize for him? Like what's even happening? So the first question I want you to ask yourself when you're feeling like I'm not feeling okay right now is how can you make space? And so back to the story that I used earlier about this mom I was talking about, my Tenacious Mamas member, She was saying, you know, I really feel like I need to take a sick day, but I don't feel like I can do that for three weeks. And ultimately, she ended up taking a sick day two days after we had this conversation to intentionally make space. And so I want you to think about how can you make space? How can you make space for this not being okay? Because sometimes we do when we don't make space for not being okay, we end up doing a lot of emotional bypassing or we try to do physical bypassing where I'm like I'm not getting a cold I'm not getting a cold I'm not going to rest I'm fine but we also do a lot of emotional bypassing where we might feel disappointed we might feel angry we might feel hurt and we just kind of try to push through it and charge through it and that doesn't actually help us that keeps us very very stuck and it doesn't allow us to heal it doesn't allow us to grow to process any of that so how can you make space to be in the place that you need to be how can you make space to sit with your feelings? How can you make space to rest? How can you make space? So that might mean taking a day off work, taking a half day off work. It might mean getting out for a walk in the middle. You know, you've had a really hard day at work. You get yourself out there for a walk between meetings for 10 minutes. I was talking to someone the other day about this and she's like, I just need to get back to doing my walks every day, my four miles a week or my four miles a day. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I mean, great if you can do four miles, but holy cow, like you could do 10 minutes, which would probably be like a half a mile. And that would still give you great results. That would still give you the mental space or some mental space that you need. And that's a way to make space. So sometimes I think that we look at making space or we look at exercise or we look at whatever the thing is and we're like, it has to be these vast amounts of things. No, it can be really little amounts. So making space might be that you get out of the office for a few minutes. It might be that you take yourself to lunch outside the office just to get space from the office. It might be that you take space from your family in a certain way. Like you get the kids to bed and you're like, hey, partner, like I'm taking a bath. I'm calling it an early night tonight. There's a lot of different ways that you can do this where you can make space in small increments. So yes, of course, if you can take a whole day off and if you can hide from the world or create space and take that time to yourself, not necessarily even hiding, but creating space for yourself in bigger ways. Yes, obviously do that, but also do it in small ways because those small ways really do count. And I do this all the time when I'm in the middle of a really hard day get out of my desk and either run a quick errand or go on a quick walk. And it really allows me to refocus and reframe. And so how can you make space when you're feeling like you're not okay? Because oftentimes that's where the answers come to you. One of the things I did a couple weeks ago, I was really stuck on something in my head, a problem that I needed to solve. And I know for me that I solve problems when I go running. And so I went on a run I went for 20 minutes. Like it was not how fast can you do a 5K? It wasn't a six mile run. It wasn't run for an hour. I didn't time it. 
I timed me. I timed it for. I knew that it took me 20 minutes because I set a timer to go out for 10 minutes and back for 10 minutes because that's what I had time for that morning. But I wasn't like, what's my pace? How fast is this? How fast can I do it? I wasn't timing it in that competitive sense. So for me, I know that when I do that, that I get the answers. And I want you to think about where can you do that? Because what ended up happening on that run is this problem, the situation that I was like so stuck on within three minutes of the run, I figured it out. I was like, oh yeah, that's what I need to do. Okay, done. So I only needed three minutes of that 20 minute run to figure out the thing. But I had to intentionally make space because I was feeling stuck and frustrated and overwhelmed, which was creating anxiety. So how are you making space when you are not okay? The next thing is what do you need to own? So what do you need to own when things are not okay? And so do you need to own a mistake? Do you need to own that you did something wrong or that you didn't live in your highest integrity or that you didn't know the right answer? Do you need to own that you hurt someone? Do you need to own that you have growing to do? Do you need to own, like there's so many different directions that this can go. Do you need to own that you do wanna make a change and you're not gonna apologize for it? So what do you need to own in the situation of not being okay? I know recently I've had to own some things and be like, hey, like here's where I totally see that I screwed up and here's how I wanna make it better. And I am constantly doing this. And I will tell you for me, when I own things, there is such relief. This has taken some practice because as a perfectionist type A control freak kind of gal, I definitely, it's not like fun or comfortable to be like, hey, I totally screwed up. Let me make this better. I don't like doing that at all, but you got to pick your pain. So that is uncomfortable. Yes. But the pain of not fixing things, of keeping things yucky and keeping someone else frustrated or keeping someone else feeling like they didn't get what they needed from me based on what I promised, that feels way, way, way worse. So you have to pick your pain and own what you need to own and then do what you need to do to make it right. And when you do that, often you're going to see a major shift in dynamics. And so if this is between you and another person, the other person is going to see you and be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I know anytime anyone owns anything with me, I'm like, Thank you so much. I so appreciate that. I'm really grateful. No hard feelings. You know, like I really want to make space for other people when they own things. So trust that people are going to do the same thing for you. Also, think about what do you need to own for yourself? Because this situation might not involve another person. This might be that you're not okay because you've, you know, chosen to stay in a situation that doesn't serve you for too long. And now you need to rectify that. It might be that you're not okay because, you know, you're not in love with the business that you're building. You're not in love with the health choices that you made in the last couple of years. You're not in love with the trajectory that your life has taken since you became a mom. There's all sorts of things. It's okay to be not be okay in things that don't involve other people. And what do you need to own there? Do you need to own like, yeah, you know, I've stopped being taking responsibility for some of my behavior. I've stopped taking responsibility for some of my habits. Do you need to own that like I could be kinder to myself, that I could be a little bit less involved in my kids' lives in order to have some of my own self-interest at heart and prioritize some of my own self-interest. So what do you need to own for yourself if this is a situation where it's just an individual not being okay kind of a situation? What do you need to own? There's all sorts of things that I had to own, especially in those first few years of motherhood where I kept waiting for things to quote unquote go back to normal after Vinny was born. And I had to really own okay, you're in a new phase and this is going to take some building and this is going to be uncomfortable. And who do you want to be? And I had to own all of that. Like, I'm going to have to sit in discomfort. I'm going to have to make choices. Oh, like, I don't want to do any of that. Right. But also I had not been owning any of that 
for a long time in motherhood and that was not fun that was not fun at all I kept waiting for like life to just shift on its own and it wasn't happening and it's not going to happen for you either it does things do not happen on their own you make them happen so you need to own your piece of that and own your power in that to make change The third question that you need to ask yourself is, what do you need to change? And so what do you need to change in the situation where you're not feeling okay about things? You're not feeling okay about a relationship and conversation and incident. You're not feeling about okay about where you are in life right now. What do you need to change? And so is it something that you need to change in your behavior? Is it something that you need to change in a boundary that you've set? This is a big one. What do you need to change in your boundaries? Because when you are not okay over a lot of situations with other people, it can often be a boundary thing. So if you are not okay in a relationship with a family member, is it because you need to create clearer, more firm boundaries? I actually just had this conversation yesterday. I was being interviewed for the Whole Mamas podcast, awesome podcast about uh, postpartum health and nutrition. And I was talking about uncomfortable conversations with in-laws and specifically like how do you approach that and what do you do and how can you set good boundaries and so what do you need to change in some of these relationships that maybe become uncomfortable or some of these relationships where you're just kind of over it what do you need to change and typically that is a new boundary it is a full acknowledgement like this isn't working for me right now I don't have the space for this or I don't have the space for it in this way something needs to change and maybe that's a conversation that you have with another party maybe it's not a conversation maybe it's just making yourself less available there's a lot of different ways to do that not everyone needs to have access to you all the time and so making it clear like hey if you need me like here's where you can reach me I cannot take texts during the work day I'm not on, you know, I mean, this is like the auto reply that I always want to put on. I want no one to ever message me on Facebook Messenger because there's too many places that I have to check messages. I wish that I could put like an autoresponder on Facebook Messenger to just say like, hey, I don't check messages here. So oftentimes when people message me on Facebook Messenger, I don't get back to them for a really long time. And then when I do, I say, hey, I'm not on here very often. I do not manage Facebook Messenger well. If you want to get a hold of me, here's where you can reach me. And that way people have a boundary where they know, oh, okay, I'm not going to reach out to her on Facebook Messenger anymore because she doesn't prioritize managing those conversations. And so instead, I'm going to look at the boundary that she's created and I'm going to go over here instead. So for me, like message management is a place where sometimes I feel like I am not okay. (laughs) I have too many messages in all the places. And so that's a boundary that I can create, right? This episode is supported by Air Doctor. You probably don't know that Americans take in about 20,000 breaths per day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors. The indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to the EPA. Indoor air pollutants can cause upper respiratory symptoms like sneezing, coughing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So what's the solution? Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. I am so excited that we just got our own Air Doctor for our house, and we will have it all up and running and ready to go in time for all the things that come with spring weather, but also smoke season, which is just around the corner for those of us in the Pacific Northwest. And I know many of you across the country. So here's how you can get your own Air Doctor. First of all, Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. 
Head to airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code SHAMELESS and you'll receive up to $300 off of air purifiers. Exclusive to our podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to airdoctorpro, A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code SHAMELESS. That's airdoctorpro.com, code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. If you have someone who's texting you like all day long when you're trying to work or in the evening all night when you're with family, then create a boundary and say like, hey, I'm not really on text from this time to this time email is the best for me or leave me a voicemail or whatever works for you, but be okay with setting those boundaries or just get less and less responsive in the places that you don't want to be in the places that aren't your high priority places. Also thinking about what you need to change. What do you need to change within you? And so what do you need to change if you're not feeling fired up and fueled by your life? What do you need to change if you are feeling sluggish and unmotivated? Are you doing your morning routine? Are you moving every day? Are you taking responsibility for growth in your life? What are you doing Or what are you not doing that needs to change? And so if you're not doing a morning routine practice, make sure you get my free download tool, shamelessmom.com slash 15mm is my free template for my 15-minute manifest, which is a morning routine that you can do in 15 minutes or less every morning. And it is a fantastic way to get your day on a roll. And we've had, I think like, I don't know, somewhere between, I think maybe 1,500 moms have downloaded it so far. And I get messages all the time about how powerful this morning practice is and how powerful it is over time, the cumulative effect and the compounding effect of this morning practice. And I can tell you as someone who is so, so dependent on and dedicated to my morning practice, I can tell you this changes the trajectory of everything. It allows me to frame my day. It allows me to frame my weeks. It allows me to get the results that I want, even when things are feeling out of my control. So it makes a huge, huge difference. And so maybe that's what you need to change. Maybe what you need to change is how you're showing up and being proactive first thing in the morning so that you can be less reactive throughout the day. So taking ownership for what you need to own is the first part of that. And then what do you need to change once you take ownership? That's the second part of that. 
The fourth question that you need to ask yourself, the final question is, how can I create a small win that will ease my mental space? So, and you can take that second part off of there just and leave it at, how can I create a small win? How can I create a quick win? So these are two really important questions, a quick win and a small win, because I want the quick win is going to start the momentum in the right direction. And the small win is hopefully just a small step that you can take. So it doesn't have to be this big, massive thing. It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to go write a whole book tomorrow. No, that wouldn't be reasonable, right? And oftentimes we hold off on acknowledging wins or celebrating wins until we've done something big and that can keep us really stuck. We can stay in places where we are not okay for real long periods of time because we've set a really big goal and we don't even know how to begin to chop it down into smaller actionable steps. And so there is the phrase of like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So how will you eat the elephant? What is the bite today? Rather than looking at the big, huge thing, oh my gosh, I had to do this last year with Shameless MomCon and I'm doing it again this year with Shameless MomCon. Like the time that this recording goes live, Shameless MomCon will be like, I don't know, six, seven weeks away. And so what am I having to do right now? Because it feels very big. I'm chopping it down into little tiny action steps, little tiny things, little tiny wins that I can do quickly. I'm snapping my fingers here, like little tiny wins that I can have every single day related to Shameless Mom Con, selling one more ticket, announcing one more guest, getting one more thing for the swag bags, like, you know, getting one more piece of the event scheduled, all of those things, one little step at a time, creating small wins. Because if I just looked at March 26th for when you're all going to be here in Seattle and looked at that end date, I would be freaking out, right? And this is what I did last year too. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to. And last year, because it was the first year of Shameless Mom Con, I felt so overwhelmed by everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna sleep for weeks. And I knew that that was not reasonable. So I had to look at how can I create quick, small wins that will keep me on track for the event date versus just looking at the event date. So what are the small, quick, simple wins that you're creating for yourself where you will ease mental space? And so it might be, you know, taking that quick walk. It might be texting someone to be like, hey, I know I screwed up. So sorry, I'm going to do better next time. Where can you create that small quick win that will make you feel better? It might be sitting down and journaling for five minutes. It might be making a to-do list. It might be making a phone call or making an inquiry. This happens a lot with my coaching clients where I'll say, if you're feeling stuck on something, just go reach out and make one contact in the right direction. Go make one contact and you will immediately feel better. If you are feeling stuck at your work, go find three jobs that you can apply for by the end of the week. Even if you don't really want any of them or you don't feel like you're the best fit, but just find three jobs that you can apply for or go update your resume. Do one thing that gives you power, that creates momentum. So really looking at how can you create a small, quick win that will ease that mental space. Because what happens is when you create that small, quick win, you do ease mental space. And that matters in a huge, huge way. Because the whole thing about not being okay is that you need that mental space for some healing and some processing. So when you create that small, quick win, it allows you to move out of the high emotional state and into a more active state where you feel like you are in power, like you have control, like you are the one running the show. And that can be an absolute game changer. So all of this in summary is that it is absolutely okay to not be okay, 100%. I want you to ask yourself when you're in those places, how can you make space for yourself? What do you need to own right now? What do you need to change right now? And how can you create a small win and a quick win that will ease your mental space? Really, really important questions. If you are someone who's feeling not okay right now, Write those questions down and do a little journaling on them. Put them on a post-it note, take them for a walk. 
put them in your notes app on your phone and give them some thought before you go to bed tonight or on your lunch hour. But really give yourself a minute to think them through and to process and you will feel so much better when you're done. You will feel an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to move forward, an opportunity to feel like you have some power in a situation where maybe you've been feeling powerless and that changes everything. All right, mamas. So I hope this episode has been impactful and has helped you. I hope that I've caught you right where you needed support. That happens all the time where people are like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed to hear today. So for those of you that this was exactly what you needed to hear today, I got you, mama. Like Amanda says, I got you, mama. So Make sure that if you have not gotten your tickets to Shameless MomCon, holy cow, we only have a few tickets left. You heard me just talking about it a minute ago. So go to shamelessmomcon.com and grab your ticket to Shameless MomCon. It's March 26th through the 28th in Seattle. And holy cow, it's going to be amazing. We have five guest speakers. They're all up on the website. We are going to have a ton of fun. We're staying in this fancy hotel, the Sheridan Grand in the middle of downtown Seattle. It's going to be so awesome. I can't wait to see you there. So pop over to shamelessmomcon.com to grab your tickets and I will see you in Seattle on March 26th. So, so awesome. And I cannot wait to see you there. So pop over to shamelessmomcon.com to grab your tickets. And until then, have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. Mm -hmm. 
And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking it.